0: Hello everybody and welcome to this evening's podcast. Today is Sunday, May 3rd, and again we are broadcasting from the Brownsville Beacon Studios within a stone's throw of historic downtown Brownsville, Texas. The lights on Sam Stadium haven't come on yet, but the sun is going down and the lights probably will be on shortly. It's a nice muggy evening outside and there's still some traffic going around. Uh, so, you'll hear some cars whizzing by, I got the old fresh air going on here. But, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about some stuff going on. I wasn't actually going to record an episode this evening, but, again, being on social media, uh, kind of inspired me to go ahead and do this. Because it was only a matter of time before something like this happened, and, I wanted to discuss it a little bit, Uh, we'll see how long this rant goes, so I'm sorry, I'm hoping it's not as long as the usual podcast, Uh, again, I'll be shooting from the hip today, just something that really started to spark my, um, kind of, I don't know, spark my anger, I guess, maybe, Uh, that'll work, alright, so, here we go. Again, we are in the throes of the COVID-19 crisis, pandemic, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, and um, it's not getting any better, ladies and gentlemen. I know that, you know, you hear different things out there on news reports, you see things on social media, and you know, you see a lot of uh, states reopening, Texas, Texas, just quote-unquote reopened Texas to some retail shops restaurants are now allowed to open their doors so long as they're only within 25 percent of their capacity Um, some of the social distancing stuff is recommended now it's no longer mandated the facial coverings are recommended they're not mandated and again things are different along the way along the uh, different states Uh, Some states are still sheltering in place. Some states are still locking down. And you're starting to get a lot of protests from people who uh, want states reopened, who want to be able to do whatever they want to do. And uh, it gets really dangerous because you start hearing a lot of bits and pieces of information and people justifying why they did what they did. And to be honest with you guys, we don't know what's going on. Uh, Again, at the end of the day, the simple fact is there are very, very few people who are getting tested in the grand scheme of things. Again, I don't know if Brownsville has topped the 1% mark, but there still are not a lot of people getting tested locally. There's still not a lot of people getting tested around the state, and there certainly aren't enough people getting tested around the entire country. Um, The governor just recently posted on his social media that he was glad because the recovery rate is as high as it is and again you get certain people with certain that uh, they see certain statistics and they start it gives you a false sense of relief it gives you a false sense of comfort that things are moving in the right direction when we really don't know if things are moving in the right direction uh, again the Governor was talking about recovery rates. Uh, So he's saying that of the people who were tested, uh, a large percentage of people are recovering from the coronavirus, from the COVID-19. And that's a good statistic, but he never mentions how many people are getting infected. He never mentions how many people are getting tested. So again, he's giving you the stat at the tail end of the... Pandemic, the recovery. You know, he's not talking about deaths. He's not talking about the death toll. He's not talking about how many people are getting sick. He's not talking about how many people are getting tested. He's not talking about the hot spots or whether or not places are erupting in large amounts or clusters of infection. But he's saying, hey, of the people who were tested, guess what? X amount of people are getting better. And of course, that's a good thing. And it's something to be positive about. But Make no mistake, the numbers are not going down. I will say that one more time for those of you who are actually listening and who are maybe playing this in the background of their of a, you know, a little background noise. But uh, again, the numbers are not going down. I wish I could tell you that I have uh, actual numbers in front of me right now. I do not have the numbers in front of me. But Brownsville has been upticking in the amount of cases that you're finding. Brownsville, Cameron County, on a daily basis, I don't know about the weekend, because I don't know about Saturday and Sunday, but as of last Friday, the numbers of people who are getting infected with COVID-19 are increasing. So whether people are recovering, that's good. Whether there's not that many people dying, that's also good. But again, guys, the numbers still keep climbing. I don't know how much easier I can say that. There's absolutely no reason to assume that the numbers are getting better. There's no reason to assume that that quote-unquote curve is flattening. It is not. And again, you have our governor, you have people who are reopening the state, you have people who are, uh, again guys, uh, I've said it a million times for my Handful of listeners. uh, I leave the house to get something to eat. And then I come back home. Uh, On Friday. When the. Shelter in place restriction was lifted. Good lord ladies and gentlemen. The traffic was horrendous. Uh, If any of you have any friends on social media. uh, There's people who were posting. uh, Things that. Uh, uh, So many people went to the island. And the traffic to get on the island, right before the Queen Isabella Memorial Causeway, right before the causeway, the traffic was backed up all the way... I've heard reports all the way back to Laguna Vista. I don't know if that's true. But definitely all the way to Highway 48. And again, people say that the traffic was backed up even further to the stripes at Laguna Vista. So, and, and then I don't even know what you got a chance to do. If you stayed in line for hours uh, uh, to get on the island, I don't know how long you actually stayed on the island before you came back home. Uh, and again, guys, there's a whole lot of people... Sorry, there was a car that just passed by and honked, I'm assuming. Uh, again, you're going to hear that on the on the podcast, so I apologize with the door open late in the fresh air. In. Um, Again, guys, I... I Right now, this is not the time to be doing this. It's not the time to be going out. It's not the time to be. It's 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 it's. You still need to display some sort of precaution. Uh, you know, I I just I I think it's a very bad idea to be reopening things. And on the heels of that, you've got uh, again uh, the restaurants opening. People going out, you've got uh, more people without the facial coverings, you've got more people interacting, and again, the reason why the numbers weren't as bad as they could have been was because people were staying at home, the shelter in place, Uh, but now, again, I'm afraid that we're going to see the numbers start to steadily increase. Because you're starting to see people, now uh, they're starting to leave they're starting to, they're starting to leave their homes. They're starting to go out a little bit more. And I understand, guys. I know people want a sense of normalcy, but guys, if there is no bigger wake-up call than what's going on right now, is things are not normal. I'm sorry, but things are not normal. We may, we may never see normal again. But they sure aren't going to be normal anytime soon. I know you're tired again, and the cabin fever, and people want to go out, and they don't want to stay stuck at home. I get it. I understand. People aren't, you know, recluses like me. They're not, you know, antisocial like me who wants to stay inside and is comfortable with staying here at home. As long as I have a decent internet connection and some TV to watch. But, and I know people want to go out. I know one of my really good friends, uh, she wants to go to, you know, she's always posting on social media she wants to go out shopping. She likes to go shopping. She likes to go stores. She likes to go here and there. And I, I do feel for her. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for the people who like to go out and fish and play sports and do what they do. I, I, I really do feel bad for them. But guys, right now, this is not the time to be thinking about yourself. This is not the time for selfish behavior. This is time to think of the bigger picture, the grand scheme of things. And that's what I wanted to talk about, because apparently there is a sheriff, and his name is Watts, is that his first, that's his last name I guess, I don't know what his first name is, it just says a message from Sheriff Watts, he is the sheriff of Eureka County in Colorado, and uh, those of you who don't know how it works, guys, again, sheriffs are the uh, highest-ranking uniformed law enforcement official of a county, right? We have Cameron County. Our sheriff is Omar Lucio, and uh, he is currently, uh, well, he will be running, he'll be up for re-election coming up in November. But he is elected by the people. He wears a uniform, a badge, and a gun. He is a certified peace officer, but he is elected by the people, all right? So, again, sheriffs are elected in this country. And apparently, uh, this is what uh, Sheriff Watts says. I guess Colorado again is in some sort of lockdown right now, some sort of shelter-in-place where they are limiting the uh, the uh, you know large gatherings of people. And Sheriff Watts decides to post to Facebook, and he says, "Happy Sunday, Eureka County. This week, ECSO again, Eureka County Sheriff's Office." has received two complaints about people gathering and not social distancing. These are not an emergency or a matter that ECSO deputies will be responding to. Alright, there's your problem right there. I'll read it one more time. This week, ECSO has received two complaints about people gathering and not social distancing. These are not an emergency or a matter that ECSO deputies will be responding to. Then it says, these complaints were due to 15 to 20 people celebrating a birthday party and today a church hosting an outdoor church service. The Constitution of the United States, and here we go, This this is everywhere. The people who don't like anything will always pivot to the Constitution. And the funny thing about, well, we'll get to that in a minute, hold on. It says, the Constitution of the United States allows us the freedom to assemble and the freedom of religion. No emergency declaration that's been signed can take those God-given rights away from us. All right, I guess you forgot to mention here about the separation of church and state, but we're not going to get into that, okay? But it says no emergency declaration that's been signed can take those God-given rights away from us. Uh, Correction number one, God didn't give you those rights, the Founding Fathers did. Okay, the Founding Fathers, uh, God's signature is not, I'm not here to discuss religion, what religion you are, I don't care. None of my business. I'm not here to discuss theology. I'm not here to tell you one religion is better over than the other. Alright? I'm just giving you facts. Okay? God did not give you the right to assemble. The right to assemble is guaranteed in the First Amendment of the Constitution. The First Amendment of the Constitution is uh, contained in the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights was secured by the Founding Fathers and the uh, deal struck between the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists to ratify the Constitution in the late 1780s. Okay, look it up. It wasn't got. So, you know, there. Well, we've got that part, but that's neither here nor there. I spoke at UNR in February. I don't know where UNR is, but it says, I spoke at UNR in February, and I talked about how the protection of those rights are up to each of us, People choosing to exercise their rights to assemble is their step of protecting these rights. From birthday parties to church services, these are the rights of the American people, and just because you don't like what they're doing doesn't mean you're right. You have a choice to stay home just as they have the right to assemble. In closing, there's my stance that the men and women of the ECSO will not be taking enforcement action on any of Governor Sisolak's orders that clearly violate our constitutional rights. Jesse J. Watts, Sheriff. Alright, so... What we've got here in Colorado is a sheriff who is refusing to enforce the emergency declarations of the governor of Colorado. Alright, I... And of course, um, since I can't keep my mouth shut, I had to comment on this page, and I get all kinds of hate in response. And now here's the ironic thing, is... People start complaining and they start talking about, oh, it's really funny. They see the last name, they see Garcia, and of course you're going to get this type of comment. I've got, is it even on here? I'm not even, I'm not even going to scroll through these. The old phone is running out of, uh, it's running out of uh, battery. So I won't really, I'm not going to scroll through it too much. But again, uh, it's someone mentions, or I guess draws the conclusion, since my last name is Garcia, I must have come over illegally into the United States, and thinks they can get a rise out of me by mentioning things like sanctuary cities, and illegal immigrants, and blah, blah, blah. Well, none of those things apply to me. So, I'm not even... uh, Again, it's funny when someone sees the last name and they... They are able to draw their conclusion based on your surname. But uh, it's just really funny, guys, because the shoe is... The proverbial shoe is on the other foot here. You know, these are people who are always talking about adhering to law and paying attention to the law and listening to the police and, you know, again, uh, enforce the sanctuary cities and deport all the illegals and build the wall and follow the law and if you're here illegally you shouldn't be here and we're a nation of laws and laws 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 and pay attention to the law and don't ever break the law but as soon as somebody does something to impinge on their freedom as soon as somebody does something to in the public's interest Okay, the medical professionals have said it. I, I don't I I don't know why they don't understand this, but the medical professionals have said one of the best ways to prevent the spread of COVID nineteen is to limit physical contact, to limit your proximity to other people. Social distancing. I'd never even heard the term social. Di- I know you'd heard. Oh, everyone has their own bubble everyone has their own space, personal space. All right, well, this is personal space amplified. Now we've gone beyond personal space. Okay, now it's about social distancing. But now, because these people want to do what they want to do, and now the law is on the other side, and the governor is signing orders that are preventing people from doing what they want to do, And, of course, it it had to be a church service, right? Because everyone loved, you know, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. God and country and flag-waving and America and, and the land of the free and the home of the brave until the laws aren't working in your favor. Then things are tyrannical and you don't have to listen to the governor and the governor doesn't have the right and constitution, constitution, constitution. And the constitution says I can do this and the constitution says I can do that. You know, it reminds me of we uh, again a political candidate who's running for district 27. They decided to uh, when the shelter in place was set, uh, limiting essential uh, p- uh, limiting travel to essential workers, they decided to drive all around district 27, seeing if they could run into different police officers because they wanted to they wanted To let them know that their constitutional rights were, that they could, I guess, and again, you get these right-to-travel nut jobs, we're not even going to get into that, but the right to travel is not guaranteed in the Constitution, we're not going to get into that. But again, these, you know, right to assemble, and I've got my constitutional rights, and I can do this, and I can do that, and I can do the other thing. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. And again, that's the thing, is these people think it has something to do with personal freedom, and they don't get that this has to do with public safety. I don't understand. I don't understand the disconnect there. And it's it's really funny. It's so funny how society and how people are wired because as soon as you do something that people disagree with, your mind shuts down. It is hilarious to see how people act when things do not go their way. I thought that went away when you were a child. You know, you're a child, you hold your breath, you cross your arms, you stomp your feet, you make your berrinches, you make your papeles, you get, you know, you start crying you do whatever but again it just adults do the exact same thing that children do i find it funny that as an adult we hold these children to the standard that we don't even live up to ourselves i find it hilarious because people are doing the same thing you've got all of these people you've got all these people who want to you're 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 restricting my rights and i want to go out and i want to go visit this and i want to go there and it's my right to do this again don't you understand? It's not about you. It's not about, and then again, someone else earlier posted something on, online, and here we go again, it was, uh, you know, the fake news media is, uh, is reporting, and that was the thing that I was telling about, you know, Governor Abbott talking about the recovery rate. and And, and again, I explained, I said, you know, that's great that the recovery rate is going up, but or the, the 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 recovery rate is what it is but he's not talking about the death rate he's not talking about the mortality rate he's not talking about the infection rate he's not talking about the number of untested people guys statistics can be skewed any which way guys in 2016 we were headed for a Hillary Clinton blowout if those of you remember the pundits the talking heads the exit polls the numbers were crunched the t- the statistics were poured through and Hillary Clinton, there was no way on God's green earth Hillary Clinton was going to lose to Donald Trump. And where are we today? Do we have another President Clinton? No, we do not. The statistical analysis was wrong. The numbers were wrong. Again, when you don't have all the data when you this is not the census guys this isn't sampling this isn't plus or minus this isn't some sort of yes or no question this is it is guys it is it is no more binary than it is right now the biggest honor off there is guys is life and death that's what this is about it's not about right or wrong. It's not about black or white. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's not about liberal or conservative. It's not about Christian or Jewish. It's not about Muslim or Christian. It's not about any of these fights. It's not about gay or straight. It's not about anything that has to do with society. It's not about anything that has to do with the economy. It is the most simple, bare bones, the most stripped to its core. It is about living or dying period that's it does everybody who gets sick dies no that's awesome do some people who get sick die yes it's the truth and you get people No, that's not true and the people aren't dying and they're dying of other things and they're putting this on the again i i heard and here goes they again they are always giving you these stories They told me that they have to put COVID-19 as the reason for death so the hospital can get more money. I don't think that's how it works. I'm not a hospital administrator. I'm not in the medical profession. But I highly doubt that's how it works. You don't get bonus money for dying of something that people... That the government wants, or they want us to, the statisticians want people to die of. I don't think it works that way. But again, you've got these people. You've got people who are so hell-bent on wanting to do things their way. And now they're being told they can't do things their way. They can't go out. They can't congregate. And people are still doing it. And again, now you've got a sheriff. An elected law enforcement official, the highest ranking law enforcement official of Eureka County in Colorado, is saying he is choosing not to enforce the law. It's that simple. That's what he's saying. He is telling you. And then again, the argument can be made. This is not, it's not the supreme law of the land because it's the Constitution. These are executive orders. Executive orders have the full force of law until challenged in the court. And ruled otherwise. These executive orders, that these governors have that authority. The president has the authority. The governors have the authority. They have their their authority spelled out. When they sign these executive orders, they have the full force and weight of law. They're not being challenged in the court. But this guy is telling you right now, he's saying, I've got this, I've got this law, I've got this 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 executive order I am choosing I am telling my deputies not to enforce it that is wrong it's just like he, it would be the exact same thing as saying oh well you know what I'm not I'm going to choose not to enforce armed robbery I'm going to choose not to enforce driving under the influence I'm going to choose not to enforce this that or the other and again you get into the the argument about you know, the federal versus... This is not federal versus state. Okay, I understand some places, Colorado being one of them, ironically, that decriminalizes marijuana. California decriminalizes marijuana. For whatever reason, it doesn't matter. Right? So they are constantly... They should already know. They are in in the middle of a state versus federal jurisdictional battle. Right? The DEA, the federal government has marijuana listed as a schedule one narcotic. A lot of these states, California, Colorado, have decided to decriminalize it and not make it a state crime. But this is state versus state. This is the state governor and this is a state, a county law enforcement agent of the state squaring off against the governor. He is telling the people, he is telling them right there, I am not going to enforce this. He's saying it as plain as day. He literally wrote it out on Facebook. Go go to his Facebook page. Again, his name is Sorry. Sheriff West. Watts. Not what not West. I'm sorry. Watts. Sheriff Watts. W A T T S. Alright, has a picture of the sheriff uh, in front of an American flag. He's wearing his khaki uniform with his. A four-star insignia, and his big smile. He's got a little goatee going on. All right, that's Sheriff Watts. Look up his page. He's there. I'm not making this up. Eureka County. He's he's just telling you right there. I mean, and again, guys, selective law enforcement. He is choosing what laws to enforce. That's not his responsibility. The responsibility of a sworn law enforcement official is to enforce the law. There are other arms of the criminal justice system. There are other arms of law enforcement. There are other arms of the justice system that interpret laws, write laws, decide on the constitutionality of laws. His job is to enforce the law. He is not judge, jury, and executioner. He is none of those things. He is the enforcer. He is not the judge, he is not the jury, and he is not the executioner. He's the guy who you call if something's wrong. I'm in my house, my neighbor's deciding to hold a gathering, or I live next to this church where they have an outdoor service People are not staying within the six feet mandated social distancing guidelines. They're outside without facial coverings. They're outside touching each other. They're right next to me. And I call my sheriff and telling him, you know, these people are out there doing things they're not supposed to be doing. And his response is telling you right there, I don't care. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm choosing not to enforce the law. That's what he's telling you. Bottom line. This pandemic, guys, is creating... As if this country wasn't already fractured enough. As if we didn't have enough problems. As if we didn't have enough people... On the far right, on the far left. The middle is being abandoned like never before, guys. There are fewer and fewer and fewer people left... In the middle... True, honest to God, independence moderates. They're disappearing. Literally, left and right. This country is already fractured enough. And guess what? If you don't agree with me, I have to hate you. We've already talked about that before. You don't agree with me. You don't agree with my lifestyle. You don't agree with my... You, you're not you know you're not in lockstep with exactly what I believe then I have to hate you because that's what society says I can't get along with you again guys compromise out the door it's my way this is the let the history books write that this is the generation of how I wanted things done self- entitlement it's ridiculous and now again guys we've got a law enforcement official. Someone who was elected, and again, and then you get the always well the you have to love the arguments. Again, people tell me to shut up, call me dummies, calling me an illegal alien, calling me all kinds of stuff. But the best part is, again, um, the people voted for him. It's what the people want. Well, they voted for the governor too. Apparently, Eureka County is not a big spot. That might not have been the spot that the current governor of, of Colorado won. Because apparently Eureka County doesn't like the governor very much. Y'all, we voted for this guy. We voted for him, we voted for him, we voted for him. Well, they voted for the governor too. Again, guys, this is not about choice. Choice. It's not about going outside, it's not about going to a restaurant, it's not about going to the gym, it's not about going to a movie, it's about life or death, public safety. And again, you have people who pivot to that scared argument. Well, if you're going to be scared, stay in your house. Don't make me stay in my house. And again, someone earlier on social media, on another post that is similar to this, equated to drunk driving. Well, when you go out in your car, you you risk getting killed by a drunk driver. Not the same thing. A drunk driver has to hit your car and kill you. Someone who's infected with COVID-19 doesn't have to touch you. They don't have to see you. They don't even have to know you exist. They have to go to a place that you go. They need to touch a door handle that you touch. They need to touch a product in the store that you touch. They need to reach for a counter, they need to put their hand on a counter to pay for a product. and then you need to come along and touch that item, touch that door handle, touch that toilet handle or whatever. You accidentally touch a part of you. you touch it, it, it end, you know these droplets end up on your clothing. they end up in the air and they, you run into they're microscopic. someone coughs and the, the stuff is floating around in the air touches a product you touch the thing it's on your hand you touch your face don't touch your face don't touch your face don't touch your face guys it's not like you wake up every morning and and you it's not like you have to wake up every morning and say okay breathe all right blink your eyes stand up walk to the bathroom poop wipe your rear end. wash your hands You don't say that, you don't, there's no self monologue when you're doing these things. It's not like you have to say, don't touch your face. You do it unconsciously. Some people have nervous tics. Some people touch their face. They don't do it, but they don't stick their fingers in their mouth. They don't lick their fingers. They don't rub their eyes because they want, it's, 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 it's something that happens throughout the course of the day. If you had a camera on you and you saw how many times you actually touched your face or touched other parts of your body you'd be you'd, you'd, you'd blow your mind you'd be, it'd be staggering to find out how many times you actually your hands touch your face So that's the problem guys the problem is you have the you go out because you want to you want to express your freedoms you want to express your constitutional rights you know and you can get someone sick, and then you can kill someone. Maybe you're as healthy as an ox, and I'm happy for you. I don't want people to be ill like me. I don't want people to have the underlying health conditions I do. I don't want people to have to take medicine like I do. I don't want that to be the issue. I'm glad. I'm not envious of people who are healthy. I'm not envious of people who are full of life and vitality and can jump around and run and they can see perfectly and they don't have to take any sort of medicine. I'm glad for you. But you have to be considerate. There are other people who are ill. There are elderly people. There are sick people. There are young people. The numbers are showing that there are people from all the entire spectrum. One of the last people in Brownsville, one of the last uh, in, uh, cases, was a child that hadn't even broken the double digits yet. Then you had a child who was like 10 or 11. You had these young children. You have older people, the people who are passing away in Harlingen and in, in the rest of Cameron County from that uh, assisted living facility. You've got people all over the place. You've got law enforcement agents who are passing away in Texas. Bear County in San Antonio just lost a corrections officer, a 30-some-year veteran of the Bear County Sheriff's Department. He passed away of the COVID-19. Rest in peace. There are people who have to deal with that, first responders. Again, I keep pivoting to the nurses, the healthcare workers, the EMTs, the firefighters, the police officers. Now your restaurant workers, your maintenance people, people who are serving you. You want to limit contact as much as possible. I'm 43 years old. Let's say this lasts, you know, at the most this lasts for the remainder of the year. It lasts for an entire calendar year. In the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot. The beach isn't going anywhere. I guarantee you the beach will be there when this is all over. The mall will be there when this is all over. Chili's will be there when this is all over. I'm sorry that you have to be at home right now. I really am from the bottom of my heart. Those of you extroverts, those social butterflies, the people who like going out downtown and you know hanging out at you know this place or that place or the you know, the half moon this and the crack in that and the library, the other thing. I'm sorry. I wish you could go socialize with your friends. I wish you could be happy. Wait, those places aren't going anywhere. Imagine how awesome the party's going to be once this whole thing is over and you can hang out with your friends. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Imagine running into all those people soon and you're going to be so happy to see them. You're going to appreciate them more. You're going to appreciate your life more. You're going to appreciate them. You're going to enjoy being around them again. You have to wait right now. You have to make sacrifices. I'm sorry. This is not the time to be thinking about yourself guys. And, and you know, and more power, there are so many people this pandemic has revealed so many good things. There are so many people who are trying to do so many good things for people, not just the healthcare workers and the first responders and those guys, but there are people who are making the the masks and the restaurants that are donating food to the police department, and people who are, you know, the words of encouragement and the "you can do this" and and being all the all these great things. And some people are super awesome. Again, the brownsville curbside. I, I you know I want a place to serve, that serves me food. I get I, I, I post on there all the time. I'm a fat guy. I like to eat. I post on there all the time. Hey, I want to eat this food. There's like 20 people responding. Try this food. It's awesome. They're offering curbside. They're giving you some places. Again, Texas Country Diner, Big Daddy's giving you twenty percent off of their food. They're trying to help you. You know, free delivery here, free delivery there, curbside this, selling groceries there. I'm selling. There's another place that's selling like fruit and stuff, and they'll deliver the stuff to your house. That's awesome. People are trying to help, but this is uh, this time is also revealing the selfish nature of a lot of people, the self-centeredness. People who are finally starting. Oh, this is uh, this is affecting me. So I'm getting tired, and I I want to do things my way, and damn everybody else. Consequences be damned. I don't know what to say, guys. You other than you need to you you. This needs to be more than about you. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than all of us. We're one community, guys. I love being from Brownsville. I love being from here. I love that I've, the, with the exception of a couple of years, I've lived here my entire life. I will die here. I'll be buried here. Or, whatever. I don't know what I'm going to be. Probably just throw my ashes in the trash. I don't care. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But, I live here. Born here. Raised here. I'll die here. I love it here. I love Brownsville. When I lived in other places, when I lived in Austin, when I lived in in San Antonio, I never said, "Oh, I'm from Austin. I'm from I, I, I'm from the Rio Grande Valley. I'm from Brownsville, Texas," and proud. No problems. But guys, we need to start working together as one community. And and again, we are we need to work together as one community, one state, one nation. We're one people, guys. You know, it's funny that you've got the census and the you know, as you race, and there's white, and and Native American, and Indian, and, and and black, and Pacific Islander, and Asian, and this and that. Honestly, guys, there's only one race, guys. We're all human. We are the human race. We look a little different. We talk a little different. Well, thank God we look different. We don't want to all want to look like me. God help us if we did. But we're all different. But we're all human. And we need to understand, guys, we can't be, again, the death toll is only this. The death toll is only this. There are, uh, the, the other day when it was only 16 people who had died, maybe it, stay, it stayed padded 16, I, I don't know, whatever. But someone's like, oh, it's only 16 people. That's good. No, it's not good. You can't use die and good in the same sentence. It doesn't work like that. Just like another issue I'm currently having with my employer who didn't doesn't want to answer a question about something, whether going into uh, going into work is mandatory, and then someone was like, ah, "Well, it's yes and no. It's not no. It's not yes or no. Something can't be voluntary and mandatory at the same time. It doesn't work like that. If something's voluntary, it can't be mandatory. If something's mandatory, it can't be voluntary. Well, this is the same thing. When someone dies, it's not good." It might be good for you because it's not someone you know, but that person, it's a real person. They're not a number on a sheet. They're not a number on a board. They're not a number on CNN. It is a person. It is a flesh and blood, living, breathing person who is no longer living and breathing because they got sick and they died. And they have people who are going to miss them. They have people who are going to miss them. They have mothers and brothers and sisters and aunts and boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives and everything in between. And those people are going to miss that person who passed away. It's real for them. It is not good. And if it takes me being here at home so people can live, guess what? I'll be here at home. Period. Do what you have to do Do the social distancing thing. I have a co-worker, a lovely man. He likes riding his bicycle. He rides his bicycle. He doesn't ride in a big group of people. He can't do that right now. Or he hadn't been doing that. I don't know if that restriction got lifted because of the thing. I don't know, whatever. But he was following the rules. He was on his bike, minding his own business. No one says you can't go outside. You don't have to be locked in a room. You don't have to be locked in a house. You can walk around. There's hiking bike trails. There's people who walk around here all the time. There's people who are jogging. When I go out to get something to eat, when I go out to the store, when I go out to put gas in my vehicle, I see people walking and running and biking and doing their thing. Dude, go ahead. You have to sacrifice your normal routine for the time being. Things are not going to get better, guys. Until we make some sacrifice. It's that simple. We can't... It's with this thing, we can't... We're not... Even though this analogy isn't really good because ostriches don't really stick their heads in the sand. But popular culture thinks that ostriches stick their heads in the sand. So we can't be like ostriches and stick our heads in the sand and pretend that this thing is going to go away. We can't cover our ears and close our eyes and... And pretend that tomorrow it's going to be all gone. It doesn't work like that. We need to sacrifice. We need to limit our physical contact. And that's that, guys. Alright. That ends today's rant. That ends what I had to say. Uh Take care of yourselves, take care of one another, thanks for listening, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week, we'll be back with some more history stuff, was talking to Eric about maybe some of that downtown walkthrough stuff, but uh, visit the blog, we'll be back around, I've got a cartoon I'm working on, I've got some other stuff I'll be publishing on the blog, but thanks for listening, take care. God bless.